We are talking about a Cardinals win here on this Friday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings. Cardinals take down the Saints 42-34 on Thursday Night Football. We continue Football Friday by welcoming Max Starks into the show to talk some uh, Cardinals with us. Good morning, Max. How are you? Good morning, fellas. How are we doing today? Uh, pretty good. Uh, you could speak to this. What uh, what a Thursday night win can do for a struggling football team, just from a psychological standpoint, heading into a long week. The Cardinals needed to get a win, and they got one. Uh, what, what does that do to the psyche of this team in your mind? Well, I think that this is this is when you're looking for a boost. You're looking for something to kind of lean on. This is that shot in the arm, especially when you got 10 days off to stew or kind of uh, reevaluate. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, coming into this game, I, and I said, it on, I said it on Wolf and Luke's show, it wasn't necessarily a must win, but you had to have the win. Um, just because you look at how historically Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray have been together. They've been in a position where, you know, you start out fast, and then all of the issues in the off season and the murmurings and the disgruntledness and the extra study time clauses, and then you get to the beginning of the season, and where we're usually normal used to six, five wins at this point, it's a two and four. It's disappointing. It's you know a lot of not a lot of offensive firepower when you did nothing but go and get offensive firepower to make Kyler Murray happy, to make this offense go, and it's done everything but that. You've already been shut out two games without scoring an offensive touchdown. So it was paramount that they had to come out, they had to win this game, and they needed to show some production. And I think the uh, D-hop infusion definitely helped that effort. I doubt that you've uh, ever seen a quarterback roll up on Bill Cower and tell Bill Cower to calm the bleep down. How does or that Mike Tomlin? Yeah, him too. How does that sideline confrontation? How does that reverberate inside a locker room? What did that say to you? You know, there have been some tense moments on the sidelines. Uh, <laughs> um, not rolling off the field into the sideline, but pre-existing sideline confrontations. You would be surprised. How many have happened with with some head coaches? But it, it's par for the course. I mean, when you play a testosterone and adrenaline charged sport, you're going to have those moments. You know, you call it, we call it the blackout period, right? Both sides blackout. You get those emotions out. I mean, I, I definitely remember saying some some choice things to some teammates in the moment um, over my career, and them to me. Um, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And Cliff's a former player. He understands what the emotion is. And sometimes, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're chattering too much in the ear, especially when you have that little speaker in your helmet, um, you can get a little annoyed because that thing does not cut off until about 15 to 12 seconds before the play. And if you gave him the play at, at, 20, at 23 seconds and he's still talking and trying to – you get a little annoyed with that. And I think that's kind of what, what happens in the moment. I mean, there's been some very heated things. I mean, you, you, BA has never been shy on confrontation. Um, and there's definitely been some moments with BA and other guys. That you could see it, it, it happens. Talking with Max Starks here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports. Um, 
Last night, though, specifically, and that third one was where it came to a head. The Cardinals used three timeouts, Max, during the course of that game to avoid a delay of game penalty. And it's something that repeats over and over again. If they don't have this ironed out in week seven, is that something that gets ironed out at this point? I mean, it can. If you switch play callers, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's, but it's also that that's that internal struggle. I think when you have an offense that's underperforming the way the Cardinals' offense has underperformed this season, there's going to be doubt as far as what's being called, how it's being called, it's being executed, um, personnel that's in there versus what the play call is. And you can get into these debates, but this is what happens when you don't have your offensive coordinator slash head coach um, and your quarterback meet as regularly as they should. <laughs> um, you know, playing telephone between Cliff Kingsbury, Spencer Whipple, and Kyler Murray in the quarterback room. You know, you have to get together, especially when you're talking about like your first 15 plays. You're talking about crafting the game plan and what feels good to you. And what have you seen on film that makes you say that this is like, like support your statement, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like when we're in college, you know, if, if you're going to write an opinion piece, okay, give us supporting, give us supporting data, give us supporting facts, give us supporting references on why you're taking this position or this stance in your paper. And I don't think that's happening. <laughs> um, I think I think the things that happened before the season started and things that were brought to a head and blah 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 disrespect this that and the other. I think those things start to rear their ugly heads um, when you're in the middle of the season. Then you see these type of situations where you're getting a delay a game or the guy doesn't know the look versus what what was called front recognition. Now that will get a little bit easier with DeAndre Hopkins being in there, but it's still an extra step of studying mm-hmm. on both sides and communication about those things. I think that's where the other part is. is if you don't talk during the week, you're not, you're not going to be able to talk cleanly and efficiently on the weekend, which is our game days. Interesting. And that's, that's something that, that's consistent. Now, Cliff earlier in the week said, yeah, I'll cede play calling duties if that's going to help us win, if my bosses ask that of me. He seemed to have no problems with that. I doubt that's going to come back up after a victory. But do you think that'd be a cleaner path for this football team going forward? Yeah, hand it off to Lil Whip, you know, uh, Spencer Whipple. Yeah. Um, yeah, get, 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 send it off to him because you know, he's the son of my former quarterback's coach when I was with the Steelers, Mark Whipple. So, yeah, get, get, give it to Spencer. Get, give him a roll. I mean, you saw what he did when Cliff was, was, um, was out. Um, so he has the experience. And it's not like Cliff's gone. Like Cliff is still there. He can still have the final say-so on, you know, critical moments, right? Third and short, fourth and short, do I go for it? Those type of deals. But I think if you can do that, I think it'll give Cliff a better kind of moment to step away and see things holistically. Because sometimes you can get stuck in a silo when you're when you're so focused on your stuff and you kind of forget the rest, you know, the other half of the team when they're on the field because you're trying to make adjustments with the offense, um, you're not as engaged as a head coach, and your responsibility when you took this job was to be a head coach, mm-hmm. not not just an OC. And I know that that's the nouveau thing to do, but very few people can handle that, um, those dual responsibilities. And like you said, you can still have a hand in it. I mean, Coach Tomlin is not a defense coordinator for the Steelers, has not been his entire time, but he still has a hand in the defense. Mm-hmm. 
He shows a hand in the final calls. Um, so you can do those types of things. There's nothing wrong with being just a head coach. I think everyone wants these dual flexible positions and, and fluidity of, of, of responsibilities. But at the end of the day, you still have to do the first job really, really well so you can have all these side hustles. Yeah. Well put. Max, great, great stuff, stuff as always, man. We appreciate Thank your you, time. Max. Have a great weekend.